Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Mindshare Podcast. This show is sponsored by Kits Keep In Touch Systems, REM Real Estate Magazine, and the ORCF, Ontario Realtors Care Foundation. Learn more about our sponsors by visiting my site, mindshare101.com. And while you're there, be sure to download your free copy of my book, The Ultimate Marketing Bundle, as well as learn more about our one-to-one coaching and keynote speaking. Before we get started, I want you to know that I just got back from a two-day adventure on the road with the Ontario Realtors Care Foundation. And together, we both brought awareness and raised money for shelter. We all know that housing in Canada has become a major issue. Our goal, our efforts, are in place to help those in need. I want to thank you for taking a moment to donate to this cause. And if you haven't yet, you can still go to realtorscareontario.ca forward slash ride. Pledge a rider, go ahead and find me, and make a donation amount, small or large, that you'd like. Today's episode is number 250. Episode what? 250? Where the? How the? When did this happen? How in the world did we get to 250 episodes? Like, I look back and think to myself, time definitely flies. And I mean, as we look back and forget about going all the way back right now, as we even look back to this past, like the past few episodes, we've had some awesome guests with us. Um, the ORCF, Ontario Realtors Care Foundation has been on the show. Uh, we talked all about uh, what, what, the, what the foundation is all about and, you know, what realtors in Ontario don't know. Um, what realtors in Ontario uh, are doing to help people put roofs over their heads. And, and, you know, this foundation just really brings every realtor, over 90,000 realtors together um, to do some, some really good stuff. And, you know, if you're not familiar with the foundation, again, like I said uh, just a moment ago, go over to Ontario Realtors Care. You can learn more about the foundation itself. If you go to uh, Ontario Realtors Care forward slash ride, you will learn more as well. But, you know, we had a great episode. We talked about what the foundation's about. We, we certainly talked about the motorcycle ride. And as always, you know, I hear motorcycles, I'm chasing squirrels. Uh, but that was a great one. So again, if you haven't heard of them or if you have heard of them and you haven't learned enough about them, go check it out. Um, we also had Jake and M with us, real estate broker Jake and M. And, and we talked a lot about his heartwarming story that relationships really are the key to success. And he, he shared just this wonderful story about you know, coming to Canada, moving here, not knowing a single person, and then figuring his way into building relationships, building a real estate business, you know, starting over again for the fourth time in his life. And the beauty of getting to know people and what happens when you get to know people and you do the right things, and you, you've got the right intentions. Just a wonderful story. If you didn't listen to it, you got to check it out. And then, of course, we had Darren Hassop on the show. And, and Darren's a longtime buddy of mine. Uh, I've known him for many, many, many years. He used to be uh, very involved at senior levels within um, some of our major banking institutions. And at one point in his career, decided to go out, branch out, and open up his own mortgage brokerage. Um, so really, really knowledgeable when it comes to the, the sort of lending space here in Canada. Um, and we talked all about whether or not Canadians are about to lose their houses. Yeah, pretty jarring. But it is what it is. I mean, well, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. And we talked about a lot on that episode. So I'm going to encourage you to go back and tune into that episode so you can catch um, catch that conversation. It was really no hold bars. We, we, uh, I asked a lot of tough questions. 
not tough for Darren, but just tough for everybody, right? For, for homeowners to really hear and, and understand the realities of what's going on right now. So, you know, we've got some amazing, amazing guests these past three weeks. And uh, if you haven't tuned into any of those episodes, I definitely tell you again, go back to any one of your major podcast platforms um, and make sure that you do so. But as I was saying a minute ago, like I, I really remember when we just started this show. So I'm drinking some coffee while I do this today. Because so, by the way, no, I'm not too busy for your referrals. I mean, if you want to send a few through, I'm happy to have them. But, <laughs> you know, every time you hear, oh, by the way, everybody thinks that's exactly what is going to be said. Um, today is just you and me. It is a solo episode. And uh, I've truly been enjoying doing these solo episodes, just just you and I. And I've actually been getting some great feedback about them as well. So it's a lot of fun, but it gives us the opportunity to, again, just spend a little bit of time, just the two of us, um, doing a little bit of a recap. And, and instead of me just asking questions, but being able to, to add some value of my own. And I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that because that sounds like I'm not adding value when I normally do my show. I think I'm adding value. Nah, I'm confident we're adding value. But anyways, you and me. Today. So anyhow, let's go back to this. And, and, and these little pauses right here. I don't know if you can hear it, but uh, coffee's nice and hot this morning. So I come back, though. I want to go backwards to this, right? Because <laughs> I am still blown away that we are at episode number 250. I mean, I really... If I said I don't know how we got here, that would be a lie. In fact, I can clearly remember when we just started this show. And if you've been a longtime listener, you've maybe heard some of this story in the past. Um, and for you, I am grateful because if you've been listening that long and you know this story, um, that means you really dig this podcast and, and you're the reason that we get to be here right now. So I thank you. As I look back though, and I think to myself, I remember when a buddy of mine called me, he's like, Dave, with all the video that you do, the world is moving a voice and you're thinking world is moving a voice. And if you go backwards in time, this was the moment where, you know, the, the, uh, the smart home, the sort of Alexas, the, you know, these speakers that you can talk to that are going to give you answers back that I believe are just scary as shit being in your home, listening to every single thing you say. Uh, but it became a big thing, right? Voice and communicating through voice, not just communicating through video. And if I do look back in time, I got to say, this has to be about five years ago. This is definitely five years ago. Uh, we are on season five, as I piece this all together. We've got 52 weeks in a year. And well, hey, we are on episode number 250. So maybe a little bit shy of like a full five years, but you're here with me. You get it. Um, and I remember though, back then, like I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start. I had no idea what was going on. I was completely lost. And 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 think about this and because there's a learning moment buried within all this stuff, but not just sharing a story with you of how we started the podcast. Instead, motivating you and inspiring you right now to think about that thing that you want to start, whatever it is, that thing that you maybe feel you can't do, that maybe you don't know anything about. The reality is we've got so much access to so much information out there that there's no reason why you can't take the bull by the horns and figure out how to get it done, whatever it is. Maybe you want to build something. Maybe you want to go somewhere. Maybe you want to integrate something new into your business. Maybe you want to integrate something new into your home. Whatever. Maybe you want to learn a new language. I don't know. The point is, the information's out there. And the ability to do 
has never been greater. We have so much access to learn that really this comes down to, am I blocking enough time to get it done? And am I, do I want it bad enough to go in and put in the effort so I get the results that I want? And if I really look back on what it took to get here, yes, there's a lot of planning and yes, there was a lot of learning about what technologies we need to use and, and how do we set it up and, and you know, what structure of the show should we be using to make sure that people actually well, enjoy it and want to come back. And the one thing, the one key ingredient that I found, you know, I'm bullshitting you when I say there's only one, right? <laughs> As I sit there and say that out loud, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, you know, there was more than one thing. I will say this though, and this is where I was going with this discipline. So easy to say, yet so hard to do. And when we think about discipline, I mean, I don't know why, but my mind goes right away to the kids, right? And you think about the fact, like, are they disciplined? Do they know how to listen to rules and listen to instructions and, you know, be polite and, 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 and understand that when they get carried away, how to simmer down a little bit in the moments that they need to. And obviously there's times where they don't need to let them run wild, get that energy out there. It's discipline. Discipline to be able to change what we're doing in the moment and be able to sit back and say, okay, I'm going to do this again, no matter how I feel. I am going to put this plan in place and I'm going to execute on it no matter what comes in my way. No matter what obstacles are there. Are you disciplined enough to get up and do it again? And if you want it that badly, are you disciplined enough to get up and just do it again? Again, such a simple word. Yet such a difficult thing for so many people to do. And I would take that. And that's why I sort of stopped myself by saying that like there's one thing. And then I said like there's not really one thing. But I'd look at that and say like discipline. It's not just about discipline. And maybe discipline goes hand in hand with this. But consistency. And that's something that we talk about often. Consistency being the magic ingredient to achieving anything you want in life. When you are consistent with whatever it is you're doing, you will achieve results. Now, I know Mr. Einstein, Nobel Prize winner, said that, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, I call bullshit. See, I don't think you're insane when you do that. In fact, I do believe that when you go at it, you practice, and you try again, you will get better. And I've paralleled this to walking because there's certain things that you could say, well, you keep, you, know, you, you keep running into the wall, maybe you should drive the other way. Well, yeah, if you're doing the same thing over and over again, run into the wall, and you don't think about what the other options are, sure, maybe you're insane. Yet when you have a goal and you have something that you want to accomplish and you truly try and you work at it, Life is going to kick your ass and make you fail at every step of the way. And now it is up to you to have enough discipline to implement the consistency to try again. And maybe to try doing it a little bit of a different way. Maybe going around that wall, that obstacle. And now you figure out the next step. And again, when I look back at this show, that is very much what was going on here, right? Is, is figuring out the technologies and figuring out the timing and figuring out how to create a show and and what am I going to say? And how am I going to record it? And then how am I going to get it edited? And how are we going to get it posted and syndicated and all that stuff? And I mean, look, if we didn't have the discipline to keep going, if we didn't want it bad enough, we would not be here today. We just wouldn't be here today. And through all of this, I'll tell you much the same too. And this comes back to 
you know, posting on social media. This comes back to putting out videos. This comes back to, you know, making phone calls. This comes back to, you know, doing anything for your business, uh, video, whatever, sending out emails. You truly never know who's going to be watching. You just don't. You don't know who's going to be watching. You don't know who's going to be listening. You have no idea. And the numbers don't tell the true story because sometimes you're going to see numbers that are incredibly low. Sometimes you're going to see numbers that are incredibly high. Again, you don't really know. It's the discipline. It's the consistency, though, that leads to the other opportunities. And I can tell you for sure, firsthand for myself especially, I've had so many people come up to me, um, be it at conferences, be it at trade shows, be it, you know, anywhere that I'm at when, you know, I haven't met these people before, but people will come up and just say, Hey, love your podcast. Oh my God. I want to take a picture. And it's not, it's not me sitting here going, Oh my God, look at me. I'm all popular. That's doesn't matter. That's not even what it's about. That's not what it's about whatsoever. Where I'm going with it is the fact that if I just relied on the numbers to tell me what is going on out there, I'd probably be a pretty sad guy. Because the numbers tell you one thing, but the feedback from people, the fact that people know who you are, they tell you a completely different thing. And I get it. I get it often. So again, I know that through the discipline, I know throughout the consistency, I know throughout, you know, the fact that I've got a goal, I've got something I want to achieve. I know that as long as I stay disciplined to the process and I continue to be consistent with my output, people are going to listen. And some people are going to stop listening. Again, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I don't fucking like tea, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but seriously, I, there's going to be people that drop off. There's going to be people that, that, that tune in. There's going to be people that come and they go, and that's fine. And I don't know who's doing what. And I cannot allow myself to focus on that and worry about that because that in of itself will bring me down. That'll stop me. And when I say me, I say you. I say all of us. That will stop us from doing because we feel like it's not working. The reality is, you know, if you're running a race and you really, really, really work hard at the end of it, you can kind of measure and go, yeah, I finished in first or I finished in second. You can, you can like place yourself. Where did I finish on the podium? But when it comes to life, when it comes to work, there really is not a finish line, right? There's no definition of perfection. This is us just trying to achieve, trying to get better, trying to get to that place that we want. You know, when I meet other realtors, like I know I was, I was, uh, I was at a show in the other day. I was at, at a property and I'm walking out of the property and there's another realtor there. And she's like, you know, I, I, and I go up and I do my niceties. Hey, how you doing? My name's David Greenspan. Nice to meet you. And she's like, Greenspan. I'm like in my head. And I looked at her. I was like, oh, she's like, I know you. I'm like, oh, really? From where? I'm like, which, which office are you with? And she labels out her office. And I actually mentioned her broker, who's a buddy of mine, and, and, and another one of the uh, sort of people on the management staff there who's also a buddy of mine. Um, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, but I know you. And I'm like, uh, you know, from where? She goes, oh, my God. She goes, I listen to your podcast and I watch your videos. There it is right there. See, in my head, I, and I just, I turned to her and I said, hey, very nice to meet you. Thank you so much. You know, if you got it, if you need anything, like, let me know kind of thing, right? Well, my stats never told me that. My social media never told me that. The amount of followers, the amount of views or anything else never said that this particular individual listens. So I really, again, I can see numbers, but I don't know who. Who? 
I don't know where, I don't know what. So what I do know is that as the numbers continue to climb and as the feedback continues to climb, and I'm, I'm measuring from both because the numbers will only tell us so much. Again, there's a reminder that for me, this is working. In, sorry, let me spin that around. For you, this is working. See, social media is a complete mind fuck. Again, views and likes and feedback. There are people that stalk other people that never, ever say anything. Then all of a sudden, two years later, they come up. They're like, yeah, I saw that. Or I've been watching you. Or I follow you. or friends or, or, you know, whatever. And you're like, oh, my God, how? I mean, there's a ton of information out there today. But who knows what's even real? And we're talking about the stuff that people post. And we're talking about the stats that they give you back. So, again, what I'm trying to say here is that overall, it's the discipline that got us here today. It's the discipline, the consistency, and it's you that helped us get to this 250. You know, and I just think it's a cool milestone. But as, you, as you've listened to this for the past few minutes, I want you to, again, put in perspective what it is that you, that you want. What is it that you're trying to build? Because look, we are super pumped for the fact that you're listening and the accolades we've received and the fact that the show is rated as top 2% globally, which blew me away earlier this year. The fact that we were just rated, you know, the number 25 podcast out of the top 40 real estate podcasts in North America. That's all very cool stuff. And I mean, hey, it's proof that this thing is working. But yo, we are five years deep right now. When they talk about an overnight success, you know, people tell you it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Just put that in perspective for yourself, right? And again, as we look around at the landscape of what's going on, the, the access to information, as I mentioned before, there is so much out there, right? But when you think about how much is out there and you wonder how much is real and how much is not real, that's where, again, trust, trust with the relationship it's never been more valuable than it is today. Connecting with real people, building that rapport with people. But understand something. Nobody out there has any loyalty. Nobody. And I, I say that begrudgingly because I am one of the most loyal people there are. Like when I tell you that I'm part of your team, I am part of your team. I will fight with you until, you know, until the death, if you want to call, it. you know, that, that term, right? But people are not loyal because there's always another option. There's always more access to information. There's more connectivity. There's more ways to, to figure out how they can get what they want without worrying about who it impacts in the background. And, and look, you know, the world is moving super fast right now. You know, again, that access to information and, and how much we have going on in a day, it is hard to be disciplined. It is hard to slay through those things that we ultimately want that for some reason we're not, we're not getting to yet. We're not accomplishing. Because we just can't stay focused enough. You know, here, here, let's switch gears here, okay? And as we talk, let's sort of switch gears, but as we talk about how much information there is and we talk about, you know, the state of how fast things are moving, let's even look at the current state of the market right now, right? And again, you're looking to accomplish, you're looking to achieve, and things are not very easy out there. And again, staying disciplined to the process is crucial right now. But it feels like just yesterday we were we were watching the market climb with like these these ridiculous prices. That was over six years ago. Like we're talking back like even before 2018. But think about that. It feels like just yesterday. And that's how fast things move. 
So back to what are we doing in a day? What are we doing with our time? What are we doing in an hour to try to get ourselves to where we want? It ends up being on us to struggle through, to slug through, to learn, to try, to fail, to try again, to be consistent and disciplined with the efforts. And now, now as we look at the market and we see that, you know, rates are, are even higher than they were, money's not as affordable as it once was. And that is causing a major shift in the market right now. I'm, look, I'm a true believer that people are about to see a whole new market. You know, like, we were running numbers the other day. And obviously, depending on the you know, neighborhood that you service and, and where you are and, and whatever, you know, wherever you live, the numbers will be different. But if you start to go up sort of the central core, and I'm going to take Toronto as, as a, a, an example here, because again, big city. Lots of different price ranges. But when we go central core, you're talking average prices around $1.5 million. And everybody just laughs at that like it's a drop in a bucket. We used to talk like years ago about a million dollars being like, like you were living the life of luxury. Now, now it just seems to be a normal word, million. All of a sudden, houses are three million and four million and people are just buying and buying and buying. And I, I keep asking the question, where the fuck is everybody getting all the money from? doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. And this is, this is the issue that is bringing down the market. This is the issue that is impacting what kind of money you're making in your business. And this is whether you're in the real estate business or not. Because when times are tough and gas prices are high and food prices are high and housing prices are high and everything is high and throwing around hundreds of dollars is like, you know, like it used to be like we used to throw around pennies. Do you even remember what a penny is? No, I'm sure you do. My listeners do. For sure they do. Um, and if you're new enough that you're like a penny, I never used a penny. Hey, I thank you for tuning in as well. And I hope you're learning something. You must be because you're here, right? But think about it. Like, you know, we were running some numbers the other day and people are, are, are getting into mortgages where they're spending 5,000, they're spending $10,000 a month just on the mortgage. What about utilities? What about, what about groceries? What about gasoline? What about, what about going out and having a little bit of fun with your life? But people put themselves in this position, and a lot of people are about to get smacked in the face. A lot of people are about to figure out what's going on. I mean, look, listings are harder to sell out there, right? We know that prices are shifting quickly. I, I will say to you right now that if you did a CMA on a property four weeks ago and the property's still up for sale, hey, guess what? Maybe it's time to do another CMA. Maybe it is the price. And if you know it's the price, what are you waiting for? That's the market we're in right now. Now, much the same, I'm going to say something to you, is that when we sit there and we start to adjust prices based on the fact that our listings are not selling, we are the ones creating the market. We are the ones that are changing what's going on out there. And you might sit back and say, well, but that's what we got to do. I got to sell this property. I understand. But you, based on what you want, are impacting what the entire real estate market looks like. So what do you do? Well, I mean, look, we're starting to see prices come down 100000 200,000 in some markets, 500,000 when you're in a $3 million home to, to adjust the price to two and a half. It's not that big of a jump. It's kind of some logic there, but we just dropped a half a million dollars off the price. I don't see any logic to that. I mean, again, I would say I do because you want to sell it, but much the same, we're impacting a market in, in, in a major, major, major way. And, and, and I don't know that I got a solution for this. I, I don't have a solution for this. I guess I'm trying to paint a picture, an outlook of what I believe is going to be transpiring over the next 
one to three years. But again, all of those people that got into a property at the height of a market that are carrying these five, ten, fifteen thousand dollar a month mortgages, now that rates have gone up and now that it's time for renewal, people are going to need to sell. They're they're gonna have to. There's no choice. They're not gonna want to, but they're gonna need to. And it is gonna be really hard for a lot of people. It's gonna be super hard. Going through that adjustment, having to uproot the family, having to make that move, realizing that they probably lost a shit ton of money because they spent way too much when they bought. I mean, look, I was looking at some properties the other day um, on a particular street, and I was just looking at like past sales. Now, the average on that street probably right now is about like, again, one five, maybe one six. Nah, one five, one four, one five, probably. (laughs) And who knows what it's like tomorrow, right? But somebody at the height of the market about a year ago spent 1.9, just over 1.9 on one of those properties. Now, the list was 1458. So somebody went in and literally put hundreds of thousands of dollars over asking just to get in because of the height of the market, as if there was not going to be another house coming up. Now you sit there and you go, that is literally the highest price that a house is sold for on that street ever. Nothing's even come close. How do you feel if you're that homeowner, knowing you just spent that much money and then watching the rates go up and then having to go for a renewal on that mortgage? No shot that person get, can, can, can continue to afford that house. No shot. And you might be sitting, how do you know? Well, you're right. I guess I don't know, but I'm still looking going in, in that house for that type of money. You're crazy. Why would you ever spend that? See, people got carried away. So a lot of people, are, again, are going to get smacked in the face. Reality is going to set in. But re- with reality comes opportunity. And this is the moment right now where as much as I might sound like Chicken Little, the sky is falling. Yo, run the numbers. Prices are coming down $100,000, $500,000 overnight based on what the list price is and based on what the market can bear right now. You've seen it, I've seen it, and at the moment, it's not stopping. Now, do I think it's going to drop well below kind of that that rise that we saw in 2018? I don't. I don't think we're ever going to get down that low. So anybody that's been in that property prior to that, maybe since 2013, 14, 15, you've seen values climb. You have some extra equity in that property just based on the fact that you've been there long enough. But all the value that was grown was all just subjective value. And if you weren't in a place to sell, hey then it's just subjective. It really doesn't mean anything. And if you're looking down going, oh my God, my house was one, you know, one seven last week and, or, 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 or two years ago, let's say, and all of a sudden now it's worth one four. Well, yo, you never actually had that 300 K unless you decided to sell at that moment. Okay. I think I'm getting off track here a little bit. My point to you is what goes up must come down. We are now in a down and what goes down must come up. So really, as negative as I just sounded, I'm trying to actually share some optimism here to say, we are in a growth mode and the opportunity is coming and, and, and coming back to the consistency and the discipline of what it is that we do. That's that, that's it right there, right? Is to continue to work through this. And these are your action steps right now. Write this stuff down. Keep going. Keep doing. 
Keep building the mind share. Keep building your processes and your systems and do not give up no matter what, no matter how hard it is to sell that property. No matter how much a slug it is to go through with that buyer right now and, and realize that maybe things are overpriced or that your buyer's priced out of the market because they just can't actually get qualified to get that mortgage. Don't give up. Do not give up. Think about the fact that most people are going to give up right now. There's going to be a lot of people trying to get out of this industry. In fact, we're already hearing about it. A ton of people are trying to get out of the industry. Why? Because they can't hack it anymore. They cannot figure out how to sustain right now. And hey, you know what? For people that are going to get out, not a bad thing for you. Not a bad thing at all. Not at all. But for you, who's maybe in your own mind thinking to yourself, I don't know if I can do this. Again, I'm telling you right now, slug through it. Stick to your processes, stick to your systems. Don't go up in and change everything. And if you've got challenges, ask somebody, Google that shit, call me, whatever. But your moment right now to really get to where you want in, say, three years, five years, 10 years, is to, again, stick to those processes right now. Don't make up, don't, don't, don't go up and change all sorts of stuff just because the market is doing what it's doing. You cannot control I was going to say you can't control the market, but I know a few moments ago I said that when you do go ahead and adjust those prices, you can control it. So to that degree, you can, but you can't control the fact that rates continue to go up or you can't control the fact that rates stay or you can't control the fact that buyers are going to wonder whether or not it's the right time or sellers are going to stay put. There's only so much you could do. Oh, and on that note too, if you've got a seller that's like, listen, I'm not willing to lose all this money. I'm staying where I am. I know there's a lot of stuff out there right now to go, how do you get your sellers off the fence? Hey, in your own fiduciary duty, in your own responsibility, with your own common logic, you and I both know right now is not the right time to convince people to sell their house. And I know you're probably sitting there going, Dave, what do you mean, man? We got to get more sales. Listen, don't just think about you. See, the unfortunate part about what happened a few years ago, when the rates or when, when, when money was cheap and the prices went skyrocketing. And people spend stupid money over asking just to get into properties. The reality is we weren't providing the right amount of advice or the right type of advice. We were helping people get into properties that we both knew those rates were going to change eventually. We both knew that it was going to get tougher for people to afford at some point. Money was just too cheap. It can't get any cheaper. It couldn't get any cheaper. And now it's become more expensive. And now again, a lot of people are going to see their mortgage rates or their, their, their monthly payments go up and probably go up to unaffordable places. And that's on one hand, very unfortunate because there's going to be a lot of people that need to get out of their houses. You're probably seeing it now too. People call you up and say, I can't do it anymore. I got to get out. All right, there you go. There's opportunity. And that's part of what I'm saying to you here too is with all this change and all this stuff that's going on out there right now, you need to believe that there's opportunity ahead. Because there, I mean, listen, again, we're into a buyer's market. We really are. And we are going to see this shift over the next 12 to 36 months. So again, keep going. Do not give up. Okay? You're going to learn. As much as you fail, you will learn. Every single time you don't win, you will learn. Every single time you get frustrated. May, yeah, sure, take a moment. Take a moment to stress. 
But then ask yourself, not why it happened to me, but why it happened for me. See, when you change that paradigm and you start to really understand and, and, and be able to see what's going on, you might just realize that it happened for you just so that you could, you could learn. So you can get another notch on that, on that belt and just go, you know what? I got it. I went through it again. I know how to be better the next time. See, because isn't that what life's all about? Even when I came back to starting the podcast, every single time we tried, we learned something new. Every single time we tried, we got better at what we do. And again, as you continue to implement that, as the market changes, which it will, you will prosper. Discipline. Consistency. Focus. Look, it's not, it's not a cakewalk every week to put this show on. I'll tell you right now. Okay? There are stresses that go on. And as much as you enjoy listening, and again, I thank you. And I enjoy doing it. Seriously. But of course, just like anything else, there's stresses. There's stuff that goes on in the background that, that's just stressful. And it's just all part of the process. And sometimes it's just easier to go, you know what? Screw it. I'm throwing my hands in the air. I'm not doing the show anymore. I'd probably save myself like five, six hours a week. The reality, though, I enjoy doing the show. You enjoy listening to the show. I get a lot of amazing feedback from it. Okay. So hold on, Dave. Yes, there will be stresses that come with anything we do. However, are you just going to, you know, be a wimp about it and give up because you can't handle the tough times? Or are you going to slug it out? Get better at what you do. Start to be amazing at what you do. Because when you do that, it actually gets a lot easier. And so I'll still stay. Even now, there's the ups and the downs when it comes to doing the show. Like anything in life. But today, I can tell you that we are a million times better than we were when we first started. I'm a million times better today than I was last year when I was doing this. Because we continue to grow. Look, it takes hours of planning to put this show together, okay? Um, from figuring out our guest list to creating the show notes to setting up the back ends so that when we're in live production to getting the show edited to getting it syndicated getting it promoted. And like I started with today, although I don't always see the impact that it has on people, that it has on you, after all these years, I know that it does because I've heard from you. I've heard from so many people so many times and I believe it. And that's why I keep doing it. So just before we take off here, when you think about your business, when you think about the tough times that might be going on right now, when you think about how much harder it is to buy or help people buy and or sell real estate right now, to answer questions, to maybe do a whole bunch more work with, with, with a lot less reward than you may have had in the past, I want you to think about the fact that most people will have given up by now. Most people will find something else to do. Most people don't want to deal with hard. It's just too hard. I'm going to go try something easy. And with all the opportunities out there and access to information, people are bumping around, bumbling around and doing all sorts of things all the time just because we can move, 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 move. But you, you, you are strong enough to stick this out. You have been through the ups and the downs. You have seen the good. You have seen the bad. And you are human. 
So you're going to feel those emotions. And those emotions sometimes are going to get the best of you. I remind you again, don't be most people. Most people are going to give up. Most people are going to throw the white towel in. Most people won't know how to deal with the hard times. Most people will not be able to see the opportunity through all the challenges and the fog that's out there right now, the uncertainty of where are we going. But I'm going to tell you, you keep getting out there and building that mind share. You keep getting out there and talking to people. Remember, one new person a day, calling three to five contacts on your list a day, getting on social media, connecting with 20 to 40 people a day. Do your IPAs, your income-producing activities. Be disciplined to the process, no matter how boring it is right now, no matter how many people are telling you no. Be consistent about your efforts. And you will succeed. You will get those phone calls that you're looking for. You will get those inquiries from people. And it may not happen immediately when you do it, but it will happen. And I want you to think about this one as a final thought. If you're one of those people, one of our loyal listeners that tune into this podcast, or maybe you're doing this for your first time, and we've never had a conversation about the podcast, you and I in person, you've never told me, Dave, I listen to your show then you right there are a perfect example of people being out there that are hearing and seeing and listening to what you have to say, yet you just don't know. So keep up your efforts. Keep being disciplined. Stick to the consistency. Stay with your systems and processes as you work through this changing of a market. And as those opportunities come out here, as those people start to have to sell those properties, you're going to have a ton of traffic coming your way. And much the same, just like we sit here on episode number 250 of the Mindshare podcast, the proof is right here. That again, when you are consistent and you are disciplined and you are focused on what you want, you will achieve incredible things. So I want to say thank you on episode 250, the Mindshare podcast. Thank you sincerely for being here with me and stay tuned because we got another episode coming right up next week. You're either listening to this on one of your favorite podcast platforms, or maybe you went to my website, mindshare101.com. And while you're there, be sure to download your free copy of the ultimate marketing bundle, our 31 page ebook, including your free 90 day social media content calendar to help you build more mindshare so that you get more market share. A reminder as well that if you want to talk about personalized one-to-one coaching, an in-person keynote talk for your upcoming event, and or ongoing virtual training, just get in touch with me. We'll set up a consultation call, learn more about what you're looking to achieve and how we will help you do just that. For all inquiries, just get in touch with us today. And don't forget to leave a review of this podcast at www.ratethispodcast.com forward slash Mindshare 101. Of course, those ratings and all those, those, those comments, that is part of how we know that you are tuned in. Um, and it's, uh, it's very cool to see. So I thank you. Also, connect with me on Facebook at Mindshare 101 and on Instagram at David Greenspan 101. I want to thank Kits Keep In Touch Systems, REM Magazine, and the ORCF, the Ontario Realtors Care Foundation, for sponsoring the Mindshare podcast. Be sure to visit our site to learn more about what these powerful companies will do to help you grow your business. And please remember, 
to visit Ontario Realtors Care forward slash ride. Find my name and help us raise some money for a great cause. This has been another episode of the Mindshare Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.